What's up, everyone? It's your friendly neighborhood world film geek, Albert Valentin. Welcome to the latest installment of Movies That Need More Love. This week, we're talking about the 1983 comedy Spring Break, directed by Sean S. Cunningham, written by David Smilo, and starring David Nell, Perry Lang, Paul Land, and Steve Bassett. This is one of the earliest precursors of what's called the bromance movie. Uh, many people know the ultimate bromance movie these days is I Love You, Man, with Paul Rudd and Jason Segal. But you got to go back about two decades because... Spring Break is one of the first early bromance movies, in my opinion, because it's about two guys who, due to a mix-up in a motel room, rooms with other two, two other guys, and the four of them end up becoming the best of buddies for a whole week in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Anyway, per the usual formula, I'm going to break the film down, give a little bit of trivia along the way, and tell you why Spring Break is a movie that needs more love. The film starts out in... Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It is that time. We're getting ready for spring break, everyone. Everyone's all excited. They're all ready to go. They're all getting to their motels, in the streets. And in a cab, we get to meet Nelson and Adam. They're played by David Nell and Perry Lang. Now, uh, Adam's really excited about it, but Nelson seems a little unhinged. And there's a reason about it. But along the way, Nelson sees a girl walking across the street, and she kind of smiles at him. And this is important because this is a girl that will appear throughout the movie later on. And she does become a very important role. Anyway, they get to the Breeze and Seas Motel, which Adam calls, which Adam had heard about from a thing called Top 10 Motels That Look Like a Refugee Camp. <laughs> anyway, they get to meet the owner, Jerry, played by Jessica James, and Ish, played by Daniel Ferrado. Yes, his name is Ish. And, uh... I remember my brothers and I used to always say, used to call each other Ish, because I don't know, the way we acted sometimes reminded us of this character. Anyway, Nelson and Adam are really excited, and uh, but Nelson seem a little is a little on edge, and here's the reason why. Nelson's supposed to stay at home and help on his stepfather's campaign. Um, he's running for some political office, but Adam tells him, "People don't work during spring break; it's unnatural. They're supposed to go effing crazy." College people are supposed to go effing crazy because after college, you're not going to do that at the end. Okay? This is his one chance. Don't blow it. If he's not crazy this this week, then he is crazy. Okay. So, Nelson's finally, finally convinced. Okay. Fine. Let's do it. Then we get to meet two other guys. Stu and OT. And they're from Brooklyn, New York. Played by Paul Land and Steve Bassett. Much like the Adam and Nelson situation, OT runs into a chick who looks at him and Sorry, sorry, saying chick, but she looks like a he looks like a lady that he bumps into, stares, and they kind of give each other the eye. Again, this is another one who's going to play a very important role later in the film. Well, anyway, they get to the hotel, and at that time, Jerry runs into her brother-in-law Eddie, played by Richard B. Scholl. Now, I don't know what it is. Richard B. Scholl is known for playing these kind of scuzzy characters, and this one's no different. As Eddie, he's trying to get he's trying to sell the hotel under her. 
under Jerry's skin because her brother passed away. Um, her her husband passed away. Eddie's brother. So he's taking the opportunity, and he brings in a health inspector to make sure that everything's up to code and everything. You know, one of those code enforcers. Anyway, so they get the reservation, and somehow, due to a mix-up, Stu and Ot end up in the hotel in the same room as Adam and Nelson, and they finally realize there's a mix-up, and the four of them are going to have to find a way to coexist. But it's okay. They'll they decide they're gonna they'll try to work things out, see how things go, right? Then we meet on the boat, the Barracuda Two, Ernest Dalby the second, or Ernest Dalby Jr. played by Donald Simington. This is our antagonist of the film. He is Nelson's stepdad who's running for political office, and he finds out that Nelson is not where he's supposed to be. And he decides he's gotta track him down and he's gotta find him. And he's worried that something can destroy, you know, one little slip up, and he's he's more worried about the political campaign than the caring of his own family. That this that's, this is how much of a scumbag this guy is, all right? So anyway, back to back to the boys. The four of them are going to hang out. They're having a good time. Um, they decide to go to drinking contests. Um, you know, enjoy the world of spring break, right? Well, Stu and O.T. run these two girls at the gas station, and uh, O.T. gives um, Nelson and Adam the keys to his car. So they all, so Nelson and Adam are driving down the street, and they're having a they're having a blast. And Nelson finally is having the time of his life. Like he's, uh, it's like he's high on life. Like he wasn't drinking, really drinking or anything. He's just super stoked. Um, but the next day, Nelson and Adam were just um, chilling out in a room, and then there's O.T. and Stu show up with their girls. And, of course, the you all know the 80s teen comedies. You know what's coming up next in this. So Nelson and Adam go hide in the bathroom. And they finally realize, you know, maybe they should let Stu and O.T. stay so they can uh, possibly learn how to win women like they do. So the next day they have a little meeting in the bathroom of all places. And uh, Nelson and Adam goes, well, we've been talking and we want you guys to stay. And um, so... But Nelson appears in the newspaper the next day, and uh, Ernest finds out that Nelson's in Fort Lauderdale, and he's like beyond livid. So he decides he's going, he's going to take, he's going down to Fort Lauderdale so he can go grab Nelson with the help of his two henchmen. And uh, anyway, Nelson, the four guys go to the place called the Button, where there's a big uh, spring break thing coming up. Um, various things such as a wet t-shirt contest, a boxing fight. Um, there's something about this boxing fight you all need to know. Um, it has a girl beating the crap out of a guy. But here's here's some really interesting trivia on this one. This one is crazy. So the girl playing the boxer in this one scene is a model name, actress and model named Tammy Lynn Leppert. She's actually the one who appears. It's her body with, that the guys are on standing on in the on the poster of the film. Well, apparently after this movie, after making this movie, she just like disappeared and she's never shown up. So it's not; it can't be explained. It's like she just disappeared into thin air. So, you know, I don't think it's ever knowing what happened to her. So, if anything, if anyone got any news, man, I'd like sure would like to know. Um, that would be pretty interesting. Um, but anyway, there's what t-shirt contest. Adam starts. Adam notices these two girls from Ohio, and they're played by Sheila Kennedy and Kathy Ryan. And Adam's just going crazy. He's just. It's like he's crushing on these two girls, and they're and <laughs> coincidentally they're crushing on him, you know. And uh, Nelson 
heads out to the back and he meets uh um he meets the girl that he saw earlier in the movie and we don't get her name until later but they're playing a video they're playing an arcade game together and then um she decides to uh invite him to her to her room to hang out so he does that um the guys have a wet t-shirt contest uh Stu ends up going <clears throat> competing and he uh blows the competition away easily and he picks up a girl there on the stage and uh um what should we call it then there's a banana eating contest and Adam and the two girls from Ohio are in one corner Stu, uh, OT and his new girl Joan who's the girl that he bumped into earlier she's they join each other after he rescues her from a punk biker that he had to rescue from Nelson at one point later earlier in the movie um Joan is the lead singer of a band called Hot Date and they, they uh, perform two songs in the film um, I Want to Do It and Have Some Fun Tonight a little trivia on that um, Hot Date was actually a local band from that area that Harry Manfredini discovered only Corinne Alfin who I think I believe is supposed to be a really good singer um, her voice is overdubbed in this one by the real lead singer of the band, which is who is bassist Marilyn Max. Um, Manfredini co-wrote "I Want to Do It," but uh, Marilyn Max wrote um, "Have Some Fun Tonight" and another song appears later in the film "Friends." Um, of course, the band's no longer together, and their guitar player Lois Chamberlain passed away in 2011 because I read something on that. Anyway, um, after that, Nelson and Susan, uh, the girl who will. I just kind of gave her a name away, but anyway, um, they go to her hotel room, and she tells Nelson that, you know, oh, um, you know, you're thirsty, do you want to get a Coke? He goes, yeah, I love a Coke, she goes, good, get me one too, so basically he has to go to a vending machine. So what happens next is, he, he goes to the vending machine, and he realizes when he gets in the elevator, he forgot the girl's room number. So he goes on this wild goose chase throughout the hotel, and he gets kicked out. So the next day, he's the next morning. He sees Adam, and uh, Adam, Adam had a little fun with the, the two girls that from Ohio um, that night. And he and he goes, you know, I couldn't find my underwear. He goes, what happened? He goes, I think they ate him. And Nelson has thought about giving up and uh, deciding he wants to leave because um, after the guys had some fun at one point, Nelson found out that his dad is his uh, stepdad's in Fort Lauderdale and. You know the the other guys promised they you know don't let it get to them just just have just have fun. So uh, anyway, Adam convinces Nelson to stay, and uh, the next day at a bikini contest, a swimsuit contest, Nelson sees the girl again. She's one of the competitors, and we finally get her name. Her name is Susie, and she's played by Jane Modine, and. Uh, they finally catch up with each other and they make a promise to see each other again only not get thirsty <laughs> so there's a party at the motel that night um, hot dates performing have some fun tonight um, the earnest two henchmen show up because they know Nelson's staying there and uh, but thanks to Ish and some quick witted thinking Nelson and Susie are able to escape and end up going to the uh, nearby beach where Nelson had to go relieve himself and almost gets eaten by a gator because he accidentally pees on a gator, <laughs> but he gets his pants off, and Susie is overjoyed, like excited, and they end up making love that night. And the next morning, as they're cuddling, um, the henchmen show up and kidnap Nelson. 
and it gets worse because the following day um Eddie shows up with the inspector from earlier and they're shutting down the, the Breeze and Seas motels. They're closing it down. But it's all part of an elaborate scheme. So OT, Stu, Adam, and Susie decide to help Jerry and Ish and the rest of the Spring Breakers out to not only get Nelson back, but to expose who's responsible for all this chaos. And we all know who it is at this point and save spring break once and for all so that's what that's the pretty much a breakdown of the movie i guess a little bit tip tip trivia here and there so overall this is why it's a film that needs more love it is a bromance movie it's one of the earliest bromance movies um great film about two two guys that you would never expect to ever get together they do and they become the best of buddies now Here's some interesting. Here's some more trivia that you should that I think could be. Um... Okay, so here we go. So here's some trivia. Okay, so Jeff Garland of the Goldbergs and Daddy Daycare. He made his debut in this movie. He's uncredited, and there was a diving competition shortly after the four guys meet for the first time. And um, Jeff Garland plays a character named Crazy Gut Gut. And he doesn't talk, he just growls or just moons the crowd, you know. So that was his first, um, this was actually one of his first movie. The movie was entirely shot in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Um, as I mentioned, Hot Date was a real band from Fort Lauderdale. Uh, the members were um, bassist and vocalist Marilyn Max, guitarist, guitarist Lord Galgazi, and Lois Chamberlain. And drummer Johanna Milashowski. Um, Corinne Alpha just lip synced Max's vocals on the two performances. Um, I'm sorry, Lois Chamberlain passed away in 2013 at the age of 57, um, but the other three are still alive and well these days. Um, now, this was during a time when people were going to spring break and all the all this madness was happening. You know, they had all these contests. You probably, if you remember, if anyone remembers the 90s MTV's Beauty and the Beach. Um, or the whole spring break thing. That's exactly what it was like in the 80s. It was like that chaotic. But of course, now with everything going on with, um, you know, COVID and the pandemic, you know, I think they had to slow everything down. But um, anyway, Sean S. Cunningham came up with the concept of the film um, based on his days at Stanford University when he vacationed in Fort Lauderdale. So he wanted to bring his child, his college experience to the fans. So that's what he did. And he had David Smiler write the script. And he ended up directing it. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's that. And so, like I said, this is one of the earliest bromance flicks. you got a great cast. Um, David Nell and Perry Lang as the nerdish, the nerdy types. And uh, Nelson and Adam... Um, Here's some trivia on that. David Nell would go on to continue acting. He appeared in, I believe, Turner and Hooch. Um, he was in My Blue Heaven as the cashier who gets excited when Steve Martin gives him a $100 bill. Um, I do remember him in, a, I think it was a K-Jewelers ad or one of those diamond commercials where he's singing, uh, um, I want to marry your daughter, marry your daughter, fill the game with you. If you remember that, if you remember that commercial from like the 90s, that's the guy, uh, David Nell. Perry Lang would go on to continue um, acting. Um, he would be in films like Jocks, another sport, uh, 80s sports film. 
uh, Eight Men Out. He played actually one of the Eight Men Out of Frederick Mullen. Um, he continued acting, and then he would go on to become a director. Uh, his first direct de- uh, directorial debut was Little Vegas, 1990. But I think the movie that he's going to be best known for is Dolph Lundgren's Men of War, 1994. Okay. Uh, Paul Land, he uh, he passed away in 2007, sadly, at the age of 51. Um, he would go on to continue acting, um, but not not for much long. He was on an episode of Riptide, and Wild Orchid, in a small role, was one of his last um, last um, films. Steve Bassett would continue acting not only on TV, but he would act, end up on stage. Um, one of his last, he worked on uh, As the World Turns, as Seth Snyder from... Uh, the 90s and the last appearance was 2009 he appeared on One Life to Live and an episode of The Good Wife so um, don't I guess I guess he's focusing more on Broadway these days uh, that's my guess because uh, he appeared in West Side Story on Broadway uh, Jane Modine would be probably best known for marrying Dave Coulier for a while um, then he got divorced um, she appeared in a Nestle's commercial um, Scrunches Swing Crunches you know you know, it's a meme now, but the lady who sang the beginning of that commercial, that's her. Um, and she would continue acting for a while as well, um, up until 1991. Uh, Corinne Alphen would be married to Ken Wall of Wise Guy fame until they got divorced. She continued acting, but now is a professional tarot reader. Um, so, yeah, uh, overall, this is a great film, and... Uh, you could check it out on DVD. You could check it out on. Um, I think it's on Amazon Prime right now for streaming, or uh, you can get it on DVD. I see all this. I have it as part of a six movie beach movie set of some sorts. Um, I think it's called Beach Bodies. It has like Hard Bodies, Love Lines, Spring Break is on that. Um, is on that box set, so you can get it there. But I do believe it's on Amazon Prime, so check it out there. Um, but uh, anyway, that is all for my rant on spring break this week i hope you all enjoyed that and then tune in next week when we will be talking about a certain film I'm trying to remember what it was offhand uh, but we will be talking about the martial arts action flick college kickboxers um which is available on 2 tv right now and i believe it's also on amazon prime um it's also known as train to fight the film stars ken rendell johnson aka ken mcleod and tan tak wing so anyway That's it this week for me, and uh, I hope you all have a good week. Take care.